spring gobbler is right around the corner. It's time to add some new mouth calls to your arsenal. Hey, head on over to Facebook and look up our buddy Derek Comer. Guy's making his own mouth calls now, and with the sounds they are putting out, you'll have that old Tom bagged in time to get home for breakfast while the biscuits are still hot. My personal favorite is the Ghost 2 read, and each call is handmade. Derek can field any questions or concerns you may have. Heck, and if you're in the market for that perfect call, made to fit your liking, he can work with you until the call sounds just the way you want it to. Head over and check him out on Facebook by searching Derek Comer. That's D-E-R-E-K-C-O-M-E-R. And tell him we sent you. You're listening to the Pine Mountain Outdoors podcast where we cover hunting and fishing right in the heart of the Appalachian Mountains. You'll hear stories and real talk from hunters and fishermen, both past and present. Thanks for joining us, and if you enjoy listening, head on over to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and give Pine Mountain Outdoors a follow. Good evening. What's up, guys? Afternoon. We're fresh off of an unsuccessful morning of chasing turkeys. I wouldn't yeah. say completely unsuccessful. We did manage to call up a hen. We saw one. That's, I mean, you know. This year's been a lot better than last. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. We've all had opportunities. I didn't even get an opportunity last year. Huh. Well, I figured anything, if anything, we could kind of just give an update on how everybody's doing season-wise. Yeah. <clears throat> Lord, yeah. Especially we got a turkey thug amongst us. I know, it's been right? a good year, man. <laughs> it's, it's been a good year. Um, I ain't complaining. I'd like to kill one with I my sure bow. Not. I'd like to kill one with my bow. Um, maybe next week. That's like bragging almost. I've always like, wanted to kill one like with my bow. Well, color, it? A subtle flex. <laughs> 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 I've yeah. already killed two with a gun. I don't want to kill one with my bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was going to use one of those um those one of them broadheads i just got yeah a lot of people turn out with those things those single bells they're plenty big enough yeah i'm not i've not got the time nor the inkling to put one of them guillotine jobs on there and yeah. fi- find me some feathers to put on the back of an arrow yeah would that'd be, be cool though to shoot the head completely off on an arrow that that would be pretty cool but yeah you know i think what i'm going to do is where we went today is I'm just going to take a blind and put it up there. Yeah. We'll leave it up there and then... Uh, Deer hum a little bit. No, I'm gonna, they're going to come through that road again. Yeah. I'm just going to be there with some decoys out. And yeah. i tell you what, it would be a whole lot easier videoing them from yeah. inside of a blind. For yeah. sure. I've had a fit trying to... It's not been my year for videoing them. I can tell well, you that. Well, I mean, the only reason that... And after I watched the video back on YouTube, I wasn't as impressed with myself as I was originally. <laughs> but the only reason that it was as good as it was was because I committed to it instead of saying, you know, let's both try to kill a turkey and get it on video. Like, it yeah. wouldn't have been nearly as good. Like, we, Dad and I both could have killed a bird that morning, but the video wouldn't have been as good. So I sacrificed my own turkey yeah, to, to get a better video. So, you know, I mean, I've, I've had opportunities but that uh 
you know, it is what it is. Well, at least you t- tell them how, what, that was the first turkey your dad killed in how many years? It, it's been a while. Probably eight-ish years. Yeah. And I really kind of had to, well, I won't say I had to, like, really convince him, but, like, I had to be very adamant, like, you're shooting today, you know. <clears throat> and what's funny is, I, I don't think we, we didn't really convey the story on YouTube or anything, but so we went to one spot that morning, and uh, if I remember correct, there might have been a, a couple turkeys gobbled on the roost, and then when they flew off, they just was done, which has been pretty common, uh, you know, from a lot of people I've talked to this year. But anyway, I said, well, let's <clears throat> let's swing around and go to this other place that we knew some turkeys were there, you know. So we went up there about, I don't know, 7, 30, 8 o'clock, um, and we are just standing and listening, and we stood there for 45 minutes or so, never heard nothing. You know, crows are going, songbirds are going, everything's going, but never heard a single gobble. I thought, well, maybe it's just one of those mornings, you know, that they're not going to gobble once they fly down. And uh, we went out and uh, got breakfast and was sitting there eating and uh my uncle texted dad and said hey these turkeys are gobbling up here above the house and it was like nine thirty. he said uh we gotta go i said yeah we gotta go let's go get them so we go up there and we get set up on them and we thought that where the last place he heard them gobbling they was probably about 300 yards away that's a rough estimate um and our setup really couldn't have been better i mean the way the way it's kind of like a pinch point there and it, it it goes from one big field and it it necks down and like it's almost like just one road and it goes into another big field and we were sitting up right in the bend right where them i mean the gobblers had to come around the bend of that road to see the hen calling to them you know what mm-hmm. i mean <clears throat> and sure enough they followed the script and come right to us but uh i thought the video was pretty good i mean it, it was all right yeah uh I think I figured out something on your tripod, though. Oh, yeah? You know, I noticed every time you'd move it, kind of shake a little bit. Mm-hmm. You got to loosen that thing all the way up. Yeah, I, I noticed that a couple of days afterward. After I watched it on YouTube, I thought, yeah. I got to do something better about it. And it just, I just didn't have it near loose enough. I was kind of afraid of it, like, being well, too sloppy. Is, yours is the same one I've got. And I noticed yeah. today when I was up there running it that when I tried to twist it a little bit, it yeah. was doing this. I said, well, that's what's causing yeah. it to shake. That jump, yeah. It would be jumpy, for, but when I loosened it all the way up, it was smoother. smoother. Yeah. I thought about like even like sanding it a little bit or something, trying to smooth it up because that pops right off there. I took it yeah. off the other day, and I, I the reason I took it off is I wanted to make sure there wasn't nothing in there because it kind of act like you said it. It acted like it was like too tight or something. Yeah. But uh, put your little grease on there, maybe. I mean, it it wouldn't hurt it. No, it couldn't hurt it. Uh, but I mean, maybe Vaseline or something like that. Yeah. It ain't got a lot of scent to it. Yeah. I had, um, I mean, not that turkeys can smell, but I use it deer hunting too. So, so your dad shot one, killed it. You yeah. you shot missed. You I guess you grabbed your gun. Yeah, I shot one on the hoof. He, uh, I just had my gun laying beside me, and uh, when he shot the first one, the other one just kind of stuck his head up and was kind of like, not really running hard hard away from us, but he didn't know what was going on, you know, kind of thing. You know how they do. Yep. And uh, so I tried to get on him and and fired, and I you can see in the video. Uh, I thought you could see the grass kind of burst up under him. Yeah, and he flew off. So, yeah, but uh, he got out of there. Yeah, I don't. I don't really count that miss against me. 
that particular would, one. Yeah. Now the other one, <laughs> that's my yeah. that, that that's a hundred percent on me. You know, I just you'll have that from yeah. time to time. Them big jobs. Well, them field birds. I'm telling you, they're tough. They're it's tough. hard to judge distance. So go ahead and tell us what happened on that one. Well, that morning, but it was also the second place we went. Same place, but we went there second again. Mm-hmm. Not after breakfast this time, though. And uh, it might have been. Uh, maybe that's the reason contributing why contributing factor. Yeah, that might have been it. I don't know. But uh, we hadn't no sooner. Uh, we took a couple steps away from the truck, and heard one gobble up there. And so we was kind of pinned down. We had to. We had to just kind of sit back in the brush as much as we could. And uh, he was there was two turkeys gobbling in front of us. And one come around, and I seen him for just a split second, and I think he's seen us. I think he'd already seen us. And he come around there, and I seen his chest, and I never, I don't even know that I ever seen his head. I just seen his chest and beard, and then he ducked off under the hill. And the one, there was still another one out in front of us gobbling, and I was calling to him, and he was gobbling every breath. And I thought, man, this is going to work. You know, he's, he's going to come. And then he, he went down left-handed over the hill from us. And I got up, and I said, we've got to go get him. Well, I no sooner got up, and there was one gobbled back behind us in the field which he couldn't have seen us because mm-hmm. the way we were kind of tucked in there and uh i took off down through there and dad's like hold up a minute that bird up there will come and i said listen down here's coming he said let's let's check this one up here out so anyhow I, I rolled over and laid down on my belly and just peeked out around the the edge of the field there and here he come and he was coming on a string and uh only thing i could do was lay there prone and try to kill him that way and I like well, I, I told y'all earlier I had everything but killing that turkey going through my mind. I just I, I didn't I wasn't prepared the way I should have been, you know. Yeah. But he come it was it was pretty awesome. I'd love to have it on video because he came up that field. You know, you see it on like TV and stuff. Michael Waddell, they'll come up the field and like they're like not really strutted up, but they're like blowed up a little bit, and that chest is just bouncing as they come yeah. up through there, wobbling up through there. And he was doing that, and I was like, holy crap, man, this would be awesome to get on video, and just like i said i mean it was everything going through my mind and he got he got up there and i'm laying just kind of out in this field you know on my belly and i'm like man if i let him get too close he's gonna see me for sure and uh he got up there and i thought he was about 30 yards i stepped it off and he was at 50 and uh i missed him low too so well you know you live you learn i guess if you're gonna hunt you're gonna miss yep yep you're up so that was your two probably most productive days yeah yeah i mean we've had some days where they've been gobbling and just can't ain't ain't really been willing to work but yeah those those two days they really were doing what we wanted them to do you know yeah we're gonna talk about that too cody tell us you got got one hunt we all killed one on right so yeah yeah um so well opening day we went there wasn't really anything going on that day so the next day no one else could go. I went by myself to a place that I've hunted quite a bit. Um, <clears throat> I got there and I, I got out of the truck. About the time I got out of the truck, they were gobbling on the roof. So there's two of them. Um, I moved probably 20 yards away from my truck <laughs> and had a little sit uh, set up there. And there was like a berm to my right, a uh, big old pine tree behind me and uh there was an old logging road that ran down straight in front of me it was really the only place i had to get because if i'd have crossed that berm they just spotted me before they flew down so i sat up there 
um, gave a few little soft yelps, and there was nothing. They just shut up, and I thought, well, uh, maybe they flew down to some hens. Right. About that time, I saw one of them strutting. He popped over the hill, and there's a road that crosses the berm. Well, he hit that road, and he slowed up. Well, about the time he slowed up, I saw another hen, and then another gobbler that was strutted out. They were probably about 70 yards from me at that point in time. So mm. I just kind of watched them. And the hen and the second gobbler started behind the first one on that road. And then they stopped and turned around and went the other way. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't like they were like nervous or nothing. Like he was still strutted, just following right. her the other way. And the first one came across the berm, dropped down in front of me. Well, as soon as he came across the berm, I wasn't really hidden real well yeah from where i was i didn't have nowhere to go so he must have saw me as soon as he crossed the berm because when he crossed he dropped down and just started kind of veering away from me yeah and i i tried to calm him down a little bit and he was not having it <laughs> but he was about 20 yards from me and i pulled the trigger and he just took off flying so <clears throat> i I watched the video and it, it didn't get posted. I couldn't get up with Zach in that first video to get it to anyone. But <clears throat> I wish we had a compilation. We could do a compilation to y'all's misses. <clears throat> but anyways, that's I funny. missed. You know, it's real <laughs> daggone funny. And I, on the way back out, I went and uh, a blooper reel. Shot it. <laughs> shot my gun again, and at 20 yards, I patterned about the size of the bottom of a Pringles can. So it was like. You know, I, it's on me. It yeah. ain't nothing else, but I guess I should have been more prepared with the choke that I had. And yep. so since then, I've put a red dot on it and sided that in. So hopefully, if I get another chance, I won't, <laughs> I won't miss another one. But yeah, at 20 yards, it's a, that gun, you got to be pretty precise. And yeah. Which gun is it? It's that 835, that Mossberg. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's not got bad sights on it, but any iron sight just like at work the other day we were talking about our guns and like iron sights no matter what if you look at them there's a movement that you can get mm -hmm. and still be set up in your iron sights right and that'll push you off yeah that's why bit. i took that's why i took him off mine yeah i've got I, <clears throat> and I went to that ghost ring because of that because i missed turkey i got the back two mm -hmm. slid left and right yeah <coughs> excuse me so I went to the red dot inside the end, but and then the other day I went with a, another buddy and we didn't hear anything. Well, I take that back. We heard one first thing that morning. Never could get on it, <clears throat> so we went to a different spot. And uh, pollen's eating us up, boy. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> That's all right. So I was I was calling and I wasn't really hearing anything. Nothing was gobbling back. Uh, which that first week for me was kind of weird like I, they would gobble like crazy on the roost and then i would never get another one to gobble when they came down yeah so i was calling wasn't getting anything well there's a road kind of went up to another field up above us and we were going up that road uh, once we got almost to the top there was like a big intersection right there and there was a gobbler there strutting and as we came up the road, he bumped over the hill. Um, I 
tried to keep him as calm as I could while he kind of snuck up to the hill. Once he got to the hill, he had a shot and yeah. shot him. So he's a pretty good bird. Uh, it didn't really get a great picture of him because of uh, when he went to go get him. He was it was a straight up and down hill from where he was. So when he went to grab him, he grabbed and he was still alive a yeah. little bit. And so he started flopping. And when he did, his, he knocked out pretty much all of his tail fans. So <laughs> it was pretty rough. Yeah. <clears throat> but we killed that one that day. And uh, I mean, I've had several days that I, I thought for sure that I was going to be on one, have one goblin. Even this morning, um, before I met up with you all, I pulled into a spot, waited a little while, and then uh, I out hooted, and I had one. I mean, he wasn't far sound off. So I got everything I needed and kind of moved down this old logging road that was there. And uh, I out hooted again, and he was, he was decently close but he was kind of underneath the hill so i was like yeah. i ain't pushing it no further so i found a setup i sat down i called and it wasn't like an immediate answer it was a little bit in between my call and then he gobbled again and then i never heard him again he mm -hmm. shut up i don't know what happened i don't know why he hushed it wasn't like he saw me because right. i mean i had already sat down wasn't moving nothing i called he answered and then it was just like he was gone <clears throat> but from the locating call to my when i uh yelped a little bit he had moved like from one ridge to the other side of it so yeah i, I don't know if he was just not worried about me and it right. just caught him off guard and he hollered back but <clears throat> i don't know it could be a lot of things i guess I it's mean, been it's been pretty rough for me i mean i missed the one the one real chance that i had at shooting one i missed him and uh i really haven't had a great great opportunity to shoot one since so. yeah a lot of season left uh, yeah we still got a while killed a lot of turkeys in may yeah we killed last one i killed last one i killed last year was in may yeah first week of may but um it's been challenging I know we talked the other day um, that um, it seems like the turkeys are real clannish this year. Yeah. That if you find a place where they're at, you better just stay there with them. Yeah, they're going to be there every day almost. Because the two places that I've hunted, it's the same. They've been on the same two ridges. Yeah. Well, they've been where we were at today. They've been all across through there. And then, um, where I killed that other turkey, they've been on the same ridge. I told you they got a guy got a picture the other day. Had uh, five or six of them, seven yeah. of them in a field strutting together. Um, so they're in there. But yeah, I, I've had that one spot where I missed that turkey. I've had uh, every day I've went in there. I've, I mean, I've heard them. Yeah. And <clears throat> they've almost done the same thing every day. Yeah. And he, you know, I. I've tried to outsmart them, and it's not really worked out. Right. Because <laughs> um, they pitch down, go to the bottom, and there's two fields down at the bottom. And the times that I've 
got in early and went down to the bottom, just waited on them pitched down. They've pitched out to the side, and but they're in that same area. They're just not. Right. And they're not answering calls, so I don't know. Um, it's been it's been real weird for me as far as like on the roost. There's all kinds of them. I can mm-hmm. find them all day. But when they pitch down, it's like they just <laughs> shut up. And then the other day, I had I was walking out. I had called. I'd done everything I needed to do. And on my way out, uh, me and an, another buddy were walking out, and I was like, "Do you hear that?" And I it sounded like scratching, and there was like a berm between us and where it was. So we kind of snuck up on that berm and there was probably four hens down there just feeding around and um, one of them started yelped a little bit and there was a gobbler sounded off down underneath the hill Hmm. and then they kind of worked their way down and we tried to move around and get around them down to the bottom and uh, I mean it just it never worked out. Yeah. I mean, they were still there. We could hear them. It wasn't like we spooked them, but I don't know. Well, I guess when they have four hens, why would they come to us, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. That's pretty much what it boils down to. Well, we had old Hudson. <clears throat> We've had him a couple opportunities. Yeah. That, um, uh, that place up there, though, is kind of the same and kind of different because either they're gobbling on the roost that first week or they weren't gobbling until they flew down. Yeah. That turkey that he missed the week before we were in that same place. And um, we got in there early. Knew they were in there. I mean, we were sitting down at 530. We'd parked, walk in in the dark, sat down and waited because I knew – history of that place if we'd go in there anywhere close to daylight we were not going to do any good right and um so we parked down there walked in set up they were not even i'm not even using the locator call in there at this in the mornings just right. going in there and sitting down and just listening because you can hear pretty good <clears throat> before it gets daylight and um the first day one started gobbling really good and he probably gobbled 25 or 30 times on the roost. And he flew down and poor old Hudson was tore <laughs> up, son. And uh, I thought for sure uh, we had the, no, we, did, we did, I thought we didn't have a decoy out. Yeah. If we'd had a decoy out, we'd have killed that turkey because, um, so I called and he came in to me. And I was maybe 15 yards behind him yeah. and above him a little bit. And he come in right behind me mm. at, he was probably 35, 40 yards. Yeah. And I could just get a glimpse of him over my shoulder strutting and he could see down in there that there weren't a turkey. Right. But if I'd had that decoy out in front of him, he'd have come down there, I believe. Yeah. But he strutted back and forth and I quit calling and he eventually just worked his way off to some hens. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was pretty fun. Um, the next hunt I had after that was, well, that the, I had any action was when I killed that one up there that didn't gobble. And that was just, 
I don't know. Just luckily they were in there right. listening, I guess. Yeah. But to tell you about that place, <clears throat> um, me and Dean's killed that little flat in there. We've killed, goodness gracious, all kinds. He's killed a lot more in there than I have, right. obviously. But uh, we've killed a ton of turkeys in there. I've got a bunch of pictures of that same place. And I went two or three different spots that morning and didn't hear nothing. Didn't hear a thing. And I said, well... There's one more spot, man, and it is a long walk. It's yeah. a long walk back in there. And uh, I walked back in there and found a lot of fresh scratching. I mean, you could tell that they'd been in there the day before or yeah. that morning. And I just couldn't hear anything. And I said, well, I'll take one out of Dino's playbook and go sit right <laughs> here against this tree for two hours and call. Yeah. So I sat down and uh, just called. I'd, I'd yelp probably five or six different series every 10 minutes. And I know I said this in the video, but I heard a coyote yip down in the big, it's just a big, once you drop off that ridge, it's just a massive valley in there. And I heard a coyote yip down in there, and I thought for sure he heard me calling and yeah. would eventually. So I said, yeah, maybe it won't be a total loss. I'll just try to call this coyote up and kill him. Get so so I started yip or uh, I'd tur about the same. I'd turkey call every so often with um, mouth call, and it got to be ten thirty. I looked and I said, "Well, I'll give it till I'll give it till eleven, eleven fifteen, and start walking out because it's about take about forty five minutes to walk out of there." Right. And I figured if I left in, if I got on one on the way out, it'd have some time. But I was just had packed up i had my cell phone and my cell phone tripod yeah and uh i'd videoed a deer out in front of me i'd watched a couple deer i'd videoed the deer and paused it stopped it fooled around with it put it up and i collapsed the daggone tripod and put it in my pocket put my phone in my pocket called two more times and i heard something scratch coming up over the hill i could hear it coming yeah and to explain to you what that looks like, it's like this table. It's a flat, and it drops straight off. Right. Right, so you can't see. Kind of like an old strip bench type. That's exactly what it is, yeah. an old strip bench. And um, so I couldn't see it, but I could hear it, and I said, that coyote's coming. Yeah. I said, and this is going to be awesome. So I just sat there, and I couldn't figure out why he wouldn't come up over the hill. And uh, I thought, well... If he don't come up here in a minute, I'm going to yelp on this call timer two more, see if he'll just pop his head up. Yeah. Because I could kill him. And uh, out of the corner of my eye, I seen the tip of a fan. <laughs> and I thought, son of a gun, these gobblers have snuck in here on me. Well, I yeah. thought it was just one. Right. So, but he was at kind of like my five o'clock at 15 yards when, he, when I seen him. Yeah. And man, I thought, this is not good. I mean, because obviously I'm not going to kill him. Right. You know, he's going to walk right up on me. Right. And same thing with Cody. I'm shooting that um, Longbeard XR with a choke that blowing a. I could shoot a bottom out of a Coke can at 10 yards. Right. There's not real <laughs> much room for error there. And um, he come around just a little bit out in front, and I could see there was another one. I thought, son of a gun. There's some, another one. 
Well, then I started hearing some fighting purrs, and I thought, what in the world? And I could just turn my head enough, and they were they were absolutely wearing each other out, and there was six <laughs> of them. So it must be, and what I can figure now is it must be that same bunch these guys got to picture. Yeah, probably. So they were six of them in there fighting each other, flogging. I mean, but they were ganging up on one bird, I'm assuming the boss bird. Probably. And, um, which ain't the one I killed. Right. But they started flogging him and everything, and I'm sitting there, and it's to my five o'clock, thinking, how in the world am I going to get turned around, get turned and, get around and kill this? And I said, well, it's, I'm just going to either have to go for broke here in a minute or, or just miss out, because right. eventually they're going to get out of here. And I thought to myself, maybe, I told you all this, I said, maybe it's like when two bucks are fighting and you can about walk up on right. them. Right, they don't really pay no So they were, they were getting to about 10 yards now, maybe closer. And the only thing I had was a little briar bush in front of me. So I said, I had my gun up, and I just pivoted all the way around. And when I did, they just kept fighting. Yeah. So I thought, well, there's. So essentially it is like two bucks fighting. They just so, don't even care. So I said, well, there's part one's done. Now yeah. I just got to wait on them to walk out. Right. And uh, I was afraid they were going to keep going out right-handed. And had they done that, I probably wouldn't have got a shot. It was pretty thick off there. But. And I wasn't even paying attention to this way. So when I was turned, I caught out of quarter my again. Here come two Jakes from the left. <laughs> they busted me bigger than anything. Mm. And I thought, oh man, because they they come in and was like, put, 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 put. yeah. And they turned around on a dime and was getting out of there. Well, them gobblers seen them, and man, it fired them dudes up. So <laughs> here they come. They quit fighting. And took off left-handed out toward them jakes, yeah. which was right in front of my gun barrel at freaking eight yards. Yeah. So I shot the second one through. I wasn't going to wait any longer. <laughs> so I shot him, and uh, and man, that Longbeard XR absolutely that 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 close. Yeah. This I can imagine. I mean, damage. like dads. I think we stepped it off at like thirty-five. And it just mutilated yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Well, we did that there at your, when we shot up there above your house. Yeah. At 20, 25 yards. It's unreal. Yeah. But so I got that one. And that was, uh, and I, I think I said on a video, I still hadn't heard a gobble. Yeah. Weird. I was, I was hunting that day too. And me and you had been texting. Yeah. And we were like, I ain't heard nothing. No yeah. gobbles. But sometimes you just got to stay after it like that. I mean, just yeah. hang that's out. A, that's a play out Dino's book. Yeah. Um, but then I took a, I think I took a couple of days off after that one, and that was a pretty good bird. He had, I got his spurs in there. I think they, about an inch, inch and a quarter spurs. He had about a nine or ten inch beard. Yeah. Um, the second one that I killed, which before, since then though, I will tell you, we've been on turkeys a lot, and I've been trying to kill, get Tyler and uh, right. Dane one. I got Dean so close on one. He watched it. He sat down and watched it on the roost at sixty yards. <laughs> he still couldn't kill it, but I will tell you that um, what happened with that. So just so be aware of this, if you're ever hunting and you hear one fly off, we had walked in to a place where we'd hunted before, knew there was a turkey in there, and walked in there in the dark, sat down before daylight. I cleaned me a spot out, got my tripod up. I was like, "Yeah, I don't perfect. know. I don't know if there's a gobbler within 200 yards of this place, but they are to be." Yeah, and Dean felt the same way. 
and so we sit down get everything up and one fires off so close it startled me <laughs> and i might have told somebody i said i thought that at first i thought dean had took his little gobbler call out and had shook it just to see if he'd get one fired up i think you told me that yeah. actually yeah and so I sat down, I was like, son of a gun, that's a turkey. <laughs> We've walked right underneath one. And at first I thought he gobbled, he's going to see us. Yeah. So I sat still, and I, I thought, well, the guy, it's over. He's going to pitch right down this flat, and it's game over. Dave's right. going to kill him. I mean, he's got that over and under. I know he wouldn't go wait. Right. If he hit the ground at 60 yards, he's a dead turkey. Right. <laughs> and so I sat there. And I was just waiting on a boom, really, after daylight. So, and I heard him pitch down, and I swear, I just heard, and I thought, he's landed right in front of him. Well, about five minutes goes by, I don't hear nothing. Ten minutes goes by, I don't hear nothing. Finally, I hear, and I look over, and Dean's like, was you planning on going? And I was like, what are you talking about? He said, what you do? <laughs> he said, he's a daggone gobbler right there. Did you fall asleep? I was like, no. I said, I thought he pitched down right in front of you. Yeah. He said, no, he flew off a backside tree and landed right down there in that bottom. He said, he's about 120 yards by himself strutting. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, he, said, he said, if you'd have called, man, he'd have come right up here. Right. Just a little said, bit. Well, I'm sorry. I said, well, I'll try to call right now. And I yelped on that glass call, son. It tore him all to pieces. Huh. So he was. He started double gobbling on that bottom. Wait, there's there's two roads in this place. So if you drop straight down, there's two benches. Yeah. He was on the second one down, and he was double gobbling. And then Golly. get down there and look, and you seen we could see across the ridge. There was two hens that walked right off that road toward him, yelping. Man. <laughs> so that messed us up that day. Right. But I took the I took the blame for it. Dino has continued the, tr- the the streak too of missing. I'm gonna have me a board in my shop in there next year. Just tally uh, marks on it. It's gonna have shirt tails on it. Next year, <laughs> next year it's just gonna be his shirt tails because yeah. we, we've got hours out of the way. This yeah, year. at some point or another, my luck's gotta change. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, really, we've had a good year. I, the, uh, I guess probably, I won't say the best morning. One of the, one of the better mornings though, was out here on some private property that. Yeah, my cousin called dad up and said, "Hey, I, I got all these turkeys out here, and I don't really know how to hunt them. Would y'all come help me hunt them?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> of course, yeah." So, <laughs> so we go, and I think all three of us was planning on going somewhere, and I was yeah, like, well, we I, hate, I, I, "I hate to do this to you, but, but I got to." So, uh, man, it no joke. When we got on that place that morning, and it started kind of breaking daylight. I bet they were. No fewer than eight turkeys gobbling around us. They were yeah. gobbling everywhere, and uh, we kind of got set up on this this one that was up on a little knoll. <clears throat> and he told us he said he's going to pitch off in this field. He said we just got to pull him, you know, that hundred yards down here to us or whatever. And so uh, I set the hen and and the funky chicken out in the field, and we backed up in the automobiles. And like I thought it was a done deal. I thought, man, the, the way this thing is gobbling it's over with well <clears throat> there was about eight hens flew off with him but there was also two long beards and like three jakes yeah and so <clears throat> my thinking is once they get off in that field and feeding around if i can get one of those long beards over there enough to where they can see them decoys and see that hen and stuff they'll come one of them will split off and come down here and so 
like I was kind of calling like lightly calling just every now and then you know and they would gobble every time I made a noise and uh eventually they just fed off you know fed off out of the way and the way the field was it was like there's a little patch of timber right in the middle of it I mean like I don't know it's not very big like 15 yards by 15 yards or so but round mm-hmm. and uh he said well they'll, they'll go down on that field and they'll circle back up around here to us and so i said well in the meantime while they're off in there let's let's go back here where these other turkeys are gobbling and see if we can get one of them strike real quick you know <laughs> and so we headed back that way and walked the road out and called a little bit and there wasn't nothing in none of the other fields and we never heard nothing gobble and i said well let's get back around here sit down and uh we'll we'll try to get you know pull one of those birds off and uh so we sat there maybe 30 minutes i guess and uh we seen their heads bobbing back up coming back up our way and sure enough they went right back to where they was at that morning and uh but they was missing a couple hens and so i thought well that's real good you know the hens are going to go to the nest and then i'll know they'll come down here well it went on maybe another 30 minutes or so and they're just up there feeding and we can kind of see them and uh one of the hens heads not really our way but kind of closer to us anyway and uh so i started calling a little bit thinking well maybe i can call her down here and she'll drag them gobblers down here well she was going i didn't know it at the time until later she was going to the nest we watched her go straight across that field into a little patch of woods right in the nest mm-hmm. and uh so now it's two long beards three jakes and one hen is all that's left and so I thought, man, they've got to come. So I got a little more aggressive calling, you know. And they was just hammering gobbling, I mean, just over and over yeah. and over and over. And the Jakes kind of took some interest and started down that way. And, and my cousin, now he's sitting there beside me. And I said, are you going to shoot a Jake? Or, you know, it's, it's really up to you. I don't I don't care whether you shoot one or not. You know, it's, it's I'm just letting you know they're probably heading this way. And they come. And I don't know. Dad moved a little bit. I don't know if they seen him or not. We was pretty tucked away. But maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Uh but they kind of lost interest a little bit, which was weird to they me. They see the decoys? They saw the decoys. And maybe they've been hunted a little bit more than I thought. But, I, I mean, he said they ain't really nobody hunts out there much. But anyway, so the hen did a, something weird I'd never seen them do before. The lone hen that was left down there, I heard her wings flap. And then I, she she got really aggressive calling. And she was up in a tree. She had flown up, flown up in a tree to see if she could see me off in there calling. And then she, she like, yelped at me a time or two and kind of, like, real raspy, real, like, aggressive call and then flew back off in the field and come over our way, not to us, really, but just to where she could see down in there. And then she went off in the nest. And mm-hmm. so them, them longbeards and the jakes are just out there in the field just strutting and, and you know. And I'm like, why in the world when these things come down here? But they... They just walked off like we wasn't even there. It was the weirdest thing. Mm. But they was, I mean, they was gobbling all morning. They never spooked. They was feeding around. And so I don't know if they, maybe they, they had seen some decoys or one of their buddies got shot off a decoy and they remembered that like, hey, I ain't going back to them fake turkeys <laughs> yeah. again. You know, so I don't, I don't know. I don't, it was yeah. weird, but it was exciting. I mean, it kept our hearts pumping, you know, all, all morning. That gobbling that other day was the best. It was like when you all were there. Yeah. That's that place. When, um, that was the best day of gobbling that I'd had. Right. And I kind of figured, you know, um, you when you have days where they do that, usually you kill one. Right. 
and um, I was, when they went in there after work, it was like 32 degrees. Yeah. It was real, yeah, it was real cold. I got home. I was killed out. I'd been up for like, I got up at 8 the morning before, and I thought, man, I'm just going to go to bed. And I got I got out of the truck car, and I was like, I feel, I'm getting a little wild here. I feel yeah. like I could, I feel like I'd go for an hour or two. I figured I'd go till 9 o'clock. Yeah. And if I didn't hear anything. But as soon as I got out of the truck and was walking around through there, I heard him crack off. Yeah. And uh, he gobbled good on the roost, like hammered. And then I got some good audio on that. And I said, if he, I said to myself, if he will keep gobbling like this when he flies off, well, there's two of them. I said, if one of them will keep gobbling like this, I think I can call one of them in. And luckily it worked out like that. And I was done hunting by 7.10. So it's a good day. Yeah, we got home and didn't even miss out on much sleep. But that's a good day. We're gonna take old tie rod up there tomorrow. See yeah. if we can get him one. I think tomorrow will be better. I mean, it, if it's raining, lose this all day, and I, I think, think tomorrow. Uh, there's supposed to be like a little period of sunshine this evening right before dark. Yeah. So maybe that'll that'll kind of I don't know. And in the morning, it's it's like partly sunny, so it should be should be better. It's I think. Be a little warmer. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a little warmer, 50 like fifty five, fifty six in the morning. I won't be so, going in the morning, but I think uh, I'm gonna go Sunday morning. That, yeah. That'll probably be. You got some evening hunts you could do. Yeah, I might could do some evening. We hunts, start doing that, that what, tomorrow. Be. Is that right? Uh, you could have done that from the twenty fourth. Yeah, oh really? Started last yeah. Monday. Well, shoot, far boys, I might go see in a little while. You are too. Uh, I got nothing else to do. Dean is, uh, you know, he meanders around the woods all the time. Yeah. So he's been seeing quite a few turkeys. He went down there looking for mushrooms uh, last Saturday evening. Mm -hmm. And uh, he sent me a picture of a gobbler in the road strutting. He was hitting the woods pretty good, and he just videoed it. Didn't have a gun or nothing. I'm going to say that. But uh, anyway, fellas, I don't want to cut us short, but. No, no, you're good, but Duty calls. What y'all got him? What's your hunting plans for? Y'all gonna do some evening hunting? I don't know. I'm. I probably will have to. I mean, uh, this week coming up is gonna be pretty packed for me. So yeah, uh, yeah. If I can talk her into going to getting a baby every evening, I might be hunting quite a bit. What's this election with? Well, I'll have a little can... bit, but uh, gotta. Well, when's the season over? Fifteenth, sixteenth, thirteenth. Okay. Hang on. Let's look at our calendars here. Yeah, check it out. Let's, Let's see. see. I think it's thirteenth. But um, I know it's coming. Uh, yeah, it's it's like two weeks. Let's see here. But I will tell you this: we're gonna do uh. Yeah, the last the last Saturday is the thirteenth. Yeah. So when's, we've got tomorrow the sixth and thirteenth. When the when the season is over, we're gonna have us a little get ready for Colorado party up here and shoot some bows and deep fry some turkey nuggets. Yours, of course, because me and Will haven't killed any yet. Oh, I'm gonna kill turkey for seasons out. <laughs> I went Atta boy. I went Sunday morning uh, before church, and they was. I heard four or five in there behind the house, and uh, they just they done kind of the same thing as as what you said they've been doing, Cody. They just come off there and stop. But I did hear one gobble about eight o'clock, and. Uh, I went around through there to get after him, and uh, I run smack dab into some hens. So I don't know. I think he was probably with them hens, but I never saw him. I only actually saw one of the hens, but I could hear a couple of them putting off down below me. They just 
they caught me coming around that trail, you know, and it's it's like real thick mountain laurel on each side, and there's just like an old four wheeler trail through it, and I was just coming around through there and put put put. I was like, shoot, I walked right up on these suckers. You know, I mean, I don't, I'm not the best ever turkey hunter, but I, you know, I'm I'm a pretty decent turkey hunter. I mean, if if you look at any hunting that I do, I'm a lot more successful at turkey hunting than I am <laughs> anything else. Right. So <clears throat> I'm I'm pretty decent turkey hunter, but you know, this year has about made me question my turkey hunting ability because yeah. I can't call one in to save my life this year. Yeah. You'll have years like it. I think some of the birds you're hunting too has probably been fooled with a little bit and pecked yeah. around on, you know. And now, when you say that if they, once you tell them about them, that calling thing up there, when you call and it kept going, it makes me wonder if somebody had been in there running around calling that. Yeah, that, that kind of, it's kind of what, it sounds like almost it, really, you know. And I, I know they're pressured. I mean, it's public land hunting. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Tell you what I'd do if they are they, and this is just, it, this is a, I don't know what kind of tactic you'd call this. It's a pretty s- extreme tactic. But if you knew where, are they roosting on about the same they ridge? They roost the same place every day. I would just about park my truck at 5 o'clock in the morning. And walk over as close as I could get to them and sit down and not do anything. Crawl up under them. Yeah, I'd, get, I'd, I'd get within 50 yards of where you think they're roosting at and just sit there, not make a call at all. And yeah. when they fly off, they'll, if they fly off and hit the ground somewhere near you and you call just a little bit then, if they, yeah. you'd probably be I, good. You know, they say you can't make them go where they don't want to go. So you yeah. kind of got to get more or less get ahead of them and then just kind of get lucky. It's kind of the way it works, but well, I say roosting. I say if you think if you if they're in an area where you know they're going to pitch down. No, I, now I don't know where they pitch to, but they literally roost almost in the same tree about every yeah. day. I'd yeah. look for a flat, or they probably landing off on a road somewhere. Yeah, or getting that little logging road you're talking about. Maybe slide around it and get ahead of where they're going. I'd off get that in way. there. I'd get in there way before daylight and in the dark. Don't even yeah. take a flashlight. Just try to creep in there. That's how we've been doing it up there. Yeah. Now, I did, I did that the last time we went. I didn't go super close. So <clears throat> I heard him, and I looked at Ron, and I said, Hey, w- I've hunted these birds a couple days, and I was like, they've done the same thing every time. And I right. keep pushing them. Like, it's like, oh, you're moving away? Okay, have yeah, a good day. Right. So <clears throat> I moved around and went in a road down below them, and we set up, and I thought, if we're going to kill them, they're going to fly down to where we're at, yeah. and it's going to be right here. They must have just flew straight down and stayed up on the top that day. I don't know what That's happened. That's wild. And we didn't use a light or nothing, so right. I don't know. They're smart. I mean, there's a lot smarter than people give them credit for. Absolutely. That. So. Oh, yeah. But I know we got to go, so. Yeah, hey, go pick kids up. We'll wrap her up. All right, guys. We'll update you, at least by the end of the season. Yeah, oh, maybe maybe we'll do like a like a last day podcast or something. Last day of season, first day of elk. That's right. And if y'all got any anything you want to talk about or anything that we didn't cover here, just shoot us a message. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do got some stuff for the next one. It's more in line with summer stuff. Somebody yeah. talked to me about their day. So, all right, y'all be good. See y'all. See you bye. I'm a big fan of vinyl arrow wraps, and I have been for several years now. They look great, easy to use, and simple to repair. Hey, if you're looking for a new set, head on over to www.impactarrowwraps.com to get loaded up on some stock or custom options for some new arrow wraps. If you want to save some money, use 
promo code PMO20 to save you 20% at checkout. guys thanks for stopping by if you have any comments or any other topics you'd like to hear us cover on our next podcast leave us a comment or let us know on instagram thank you